This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this free-for-all Friday. And there's a lot to talk about. First off, uh, I want to apologize if you were listening at the top of the hour. We did have a bit of technical difficulty. It is all resolved now and uh, we're ready and waiting to take your calls. And it's been a really busy week. You know, um, this week I really get a sense of things really going back to normal. And uh, it's a fall normal. The weather, it's beautiful right now. We are expecting some stormy weather, but it is cool. It is really cool. We will be lucky to get to 16 degrees, I think. I don't think we're getting there. But here are all the things that happened this week. Uh, we have been preoccupied with inflation. And, uh, well, I guess that's not normal compared to the last few years. We've seen studies and we've heard from you, and I'd like to hear from more of you about the high food ca- costs and the impact. Have you changed your shopping? How have you changed your shopping? Have you changed your cooking? And what are some of the out- items that seem to be going up the most and quickest? There are some items that literally from one time to the next, they can be up 50% uh, or even more. And even this, even though the overall inflation is up, uh, 10% or so. That is the overall food inflation, but it takes a lot of things into account. It's also really hard to get around the city. It, there's a breakdown in city services. Uh, earlier this week, we talked to a couple of candidates for city council. Rocco Etchampong, who is running in Spadina, Fort York, which is where uh, our station is located. Well, He's been posting on social media, posing in front of overflowing garbage cans. And it's true, a lot of city jobs are unfilled. But really, do we really not have enough well-paid unionized employees to prevent that, to keep our streets clean? What else are you finding? I was also talking to a city councillor about a lack of coordination in terms of construction between all the various uh, uh, companies that have to get in there when you are fixing a road and the congestion. And we're hearing about boondoggles, about city subcontractors. These are people making lots of money lots of taxpayers' money, who will close a lane and go off for a few weeks or who will close an entire lane to traffic so their supervisors can park their cars. And the city seems powerless to do anything about it. I do not get that. I'd like to hear what you're finding in your local areas when it comes to those 
things. We also have those demonstrations in Iran, which are really eye-popping. The horrible story. A 22-year-old woman, it could be your daughter, it could be your granddaughter, um, taken off the streets, arrested, because allegedly she was showing a little too much hair through her hijab, Muslim headscarf, and she's beaten up, and she dies, and then they try to say she died of a heart attack. Uh, massive protests, but will it be different this time? Because this has happened before, and that regime and all the various military allies have managed to shut them down. They're shutting down the internet there, uh, which makes it very hard on the protesters. So those are just a few of the things. We saw the debut of Pierre Poilievre, the new conservative Party of Canada leader in the House of Commons. He's a really good debater. And there were some really good sparring moments with Justin Trudeau. Uh, Monday, we had the funeral for the Queen, which was uh, the end of 10 days of mourning. A lot of people very moved by all of that. So let us get right to it. Again, the numbers 416 Three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty and let us go to Hal in Kitchener. Hi, Hal. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, well, uh, good afternoon. Sorry. Look, I uh, I was listening to you guys the other day about the congestion in Toronto and all the workers blocking the streets and all that. Kitchener Waterloo is not as large but it's worse here probably than there. Uh, you can't get from one end to the other. I don't know what the Oktoberfest people are going to do because you just can't move in this city, and it's ridiculous. And I had some information from two of my different relatives. That One works with the provincial government, and one works... They're not elected. One works with the uh, city. And they tell me that these people, the contractors, get paid up front for the work that they're doing, and then they go and do a, start another job, put this one on hold, and then go do another one. Well, so I, I know, know that's what, what a lot of them do in the private sector, um, but uh, these, these are people who work for which city, for Kitchener or for Toronto? Uh, for Kitchener. Well, Kitchener-Waterloo area, they're, they're uh, sponsored by the, the provincial government and the local government. And they get paid in full up front, or I guess they get paid enough up front that they can go and do another job? They get enough up front that they go and start another job and get paid on that, and then they go start another job and get paid on that. And they never finish the the, the one that they started first off. It's Uh, terrible. And is is this happening close to where you live? I mean, does it prevent you uh, from getting... That's right. I had to go around the block about six times to try to get to where I was trying to get to, and then I still couldn't get there. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's it frustrating. Is. Yeah, some... I had so many dead ends, it was crazy. The car burned up more gas that day than a trip to Toronto. Okay, well, the, the, and that's not cheap either. Anyway, you take care. I just wanted to let you know that they're getting paid before they finish the, the job, and that just didn't just didn't write. Okay. Howland Kitchener, thanks for you your take, call. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Sita in Mississauga. Hello, Sita. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. 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 Kind of cold. Yeah, it's cold. 
Yes. Anyway, to cut food costs, we plant a vegetable garden, especially herbs, and use pots if you don't have land space. It's cheaper and it's so therapeutic. And we cut up the extra or blend and freeze in smaller portion. And green onion, chives, and tomato seeds, they are perennials. So I collect the seeds from the basil and replant in the spring. And the extra basil put in olive oil will last for months in the fridge. Uh, yeah, I have a couple of things. You know, I, I actually even did it with some dill before we left on a little trip and put some, uh, olive oil over it and froze it. And, and you know, it's, it, it's really good. It's like a pesto. It doesn't yes. taste exactly like fresh dill. Uh, but, uh, and then I have another one that I made with something else, whatever was in the fridge. It wasn't frozen, but it's sitting in the fridge and it's lasting a lot longer than, uh, the herbs in my crisper, the, uh, totally fresh ones. Those are, uh, those are good things to do and it's nice. Yes, yes. And people can start to get into planting fruit trees as well. Uh, yeah, that's a little more advanced, Sita. I know, I know, but um, you can get a lot of benefit from the fruit trees. You just put a pear, apple tree, or something, and you're good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Take care, Bye. Sita. Thanks for your call. Let me give the numbers out again: four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Of course, it's the day we talk about what you want to talk about. And uh, we're talking about high food costs. We're talking about inflation. We're talking about impassable streets. Uh, it just seems like things are broken down. That's what it seems like to me. And we'll also get to the new dental coverage. So uh, let's uh, talk to Edith in Mississauga. Hi, Edith. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. It's Libby. Go ahead. Libby. I'm, I'm so sorry. I said Libby, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm just calling about the um, the high food prices. I I shop at uh, Longos, and I I'm just uh, I just notice that things go up so quickly and so high. I go in one week, and the next week I go in, it's a dollar more for something I'm buying. I I, I try to support the Canadian companies, but they're forcing us to go to the the other places that sell it cheaper. Maybe not the same quality, but it's cheaper. And also, on another thing, the garbage on the streets. I've been here for so long, and I've never seen so much garbage all over the place. It's just not the Toronto I'm used to seeing. Uh, are there certain items that that you've noticed going up really quickly? Uh, freshly squeezed orange juice. I went in one week and it was seven ninety nine. I went in the next week it was eight ninety nine. Oh, that's that's not bad. <laughs> I used to buy. My husband likes me to buy that. We don't have room for a juicer. Yeah. Uh, and it was about. Uh, I started buying it at eight or nine bucks a liter. It's expensive, and then suddenly one day I went and it was sixteen ninety nine oh for Lord. a liter. That's the price of one glass at the Savoy Hotel in London <laughs> years oh. ago. But uh and that was before the pandemic because they stopped even doing it during the pandemic. Uh but um yeah 
that's an expensive item. Uh, people, I think if you want fresh squeezed orange juice, you've got to squeeze it yourself. Yourself, yeah. But but the thing is, you know, you try to eat healthy, but it, that, when you're when you're living off uh, counter pension, it, yeah. that's kind of difficult. Well, yeah, you're, if you're living off the Canada pension, then you're not buying freshly squeezed orange juice. No, you're not. I mean, you, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to start buying, I'm even buying oranges. There. You know, I figure, okay, I'll eat an orange instead of orange juice. But, um, Probably better for you, and and a lot of that sort of processed orange juice. It's not even real orange juice. Some of it just uses perfume. No, I mean, I don't to buy me, there is no resemblance between yeah. that and actual orange juice. But yeah. uh, that's one of the <laughs> the bees in my bonnet. But but anyway, um, you know what? I I I like listening to your show. Very informative. Um, AM seven forty my radio station, music, and everything else. Okay, Edith, thank you very much for that. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. You too, Libby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we are heading into our first break. Let me give the numbers out again before we go to break. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we will be right back with more of your calls and your comments on this Free For All Friday. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and I begin this segment with a first-time caller. There you go. There's the bell. It's Jerry in Martintown. Hello, Jerry. Welcome. Hi, Libby. Uh, Glad to hear you, and I want to tell you what a great show uh, you have. My wife and I listen to it faithfully every day. Great. And really enjoy your free-for-all Friday. Thank you, and I'm glad you called for the first time. What's on your mind? Okay, what's on my mind today is uh, is the uh, dental care plan that the NDP uh, had made a deal and in bed uh, with with the Liberals. Um, our, uh, my query is that you know I really don't know why the dental plan was never included in Medicare in the first place. So now they're trying to put it together and sending out the federal money, uh, you know, uh, unzipping that bag of money which seems to have a bottomless pit in it. And they're reaching in and giving, uh, going to give money for, you know, for the children and uh, the uh, seniors. I, uh, my idea is that why not just include that in the provincial Medicare plans? Uh, the federal government knows uh, everything about everybody in this country as to, you know, the age groups of everybody. And uh, just divvy the money up that way and leave it up to the provincial governments to decide how they're going to spend that on dental uh, for the people who live in their various provinces. And the other point is it's not to do with dental care, but certainly eye care. Why is it not in, included in our overall plan? I know it's going to cost a little bit more, but you know what we pay for our overall health plan and what we get back, 
really makes sense. So I'm sure people wouldn't mind spending a, a little, maybe a dollar or two more or three. And uh, you, you mean taxes? Well, I care. I care is covered for people over sixty-five. That's eye exams. Oh, I know that, Lydia. So, what do you mean yeah. by eye care? Oh, eye care. I mean for like children and stuff like that. You know, to go get their their eyes checked and all. That I think that stuff. they might be covered to a certain age. I have to check that, but okay. there there is a little bit of coverage again over if you're over sixty five for sure. And yeah. there's a whole issue because uh, you can get cataracts, cataract surgery, but then they say the 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 one that's covered is not that good or else it's the ophthalmologist trying to upsell you. So, um, yeah. yeah, the dental I, I care, do, it, yeah. It, it's, it's a matter of money. First of all, uh, every bit of dental care is means tested and Medicare, it's regardless of your income. So okay. that's something that uh, it's, it's uh, complicated, I guess, maybe more complicated than it should be. Jerry, thanks for your call. You're more than welcome. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Okay, let us go to another first-time caller, Ken in Orangeville. Hello, Ken. Hi, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Good, good. I appreciate your the show. I just wanted to clear up a point. Uh, I'm an estimator project manager for road builder within the Waterloo, Guelph area for mm-hmm. over 45 years. Mm-hmm. And I can clarify one thing that contractors do not get paid up front. Mm-hmm. They have to put an itemized uh, invoice in at the end of every month, and you may not get paid for at least two months after you do the work. So getting paid up front is not correct. And are you still, are you still on the job, or uh, have you retired? Well, I retired about five years ago, but I still do estimating project management for an independent company. Uh, I used to work for the Miller Group and Lafarge and a few of the bigger companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he just had wrong information? Yeah, like I, I, I used to be in the uh, payment end of things, and like we never got paid anything up front. Nothing. Hmm. That's interesting. Why would you say it is that, and I, it's here in Toronto, that, and I, I was talking to a city councillor just yesterday who said, uh, gee, we're really disappointed with some of our subcontractors. And the issue is they're closing lanes of traffic really unnecessarily or frivolously. And some of them are, are you know, stopping work for weeks at a time. They shouldn't be able to do that. Like if uh, the guy, the engineer, or whoever's in charge of the project, they can. They've got wherewithal within their jurisdiction to say no. You can't do that. They they should not be able to close down a lane without authorization. Any the Ministry of Transportation or anybody like that that you work for. They've got your schedule, and and they will um, they dictate to you what you can and you cannot close. Uh, that's the provincial ministry. Yeah, and and the uh, city ministries like the the uh, traffic control within the city. They should be able to say you can't do that. 
So is it a matter of, of uh, city workers, for instance, just kind of throwing their hands up? Yep. <laughs> like, they just not, not controlling it. That would be my take, is that whoever is in charge there needs to go out and say, get this lane opened up, you can't have it closed. Okay, well, going out, I think that might be uh, the issue because I think uh, they're all working from home or allegedly working from home uh, yeah. and and not going out and making sure that things on the ground are, are working as they should. Well, uh, if you don't go to the site, you can't control what's on the site if you don't go to the site. Yeah. Good point, Ken. Thank you for your call. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, well, that's interesting. And part of the problem is, you see, we had one caller. I mean, I don't know the situation with payment, but one caller says they're paid up front. And this he had from his cousins who work for the city and the province. We have somebody from the industry saying, no, they don't get paid up front. Part of the issue is, should the city be able to penalize them? Councillor Pasternak yesterday said, well, we're going to look at new rules and legislation uh, that's, that give us the power to penalize subcontractors, that is, to take away money that they are owed if they're late or there are other problems. And there's still the issue. Yeah, uh, it makes sense that there should be somebody from the city or the province overseeing these things, somebody who has to show up and say, no, you cannot close this lane of traffic so the two guys in charge here can park their cars. No, you can't do it. Take it down. Uh, but I see very little control or anything like that, even right here when I come to work. Some roads are closed, some roads are not closed. Why they're closed, who knows? Anyway, thank you for that call, Ken. Let us go to another first-time caller, Robin Hamilton. Hello, Rob. Yeah, hello. Go ahead, you're on the air. Okay, yeah, um, I, I know it probably not a popular subject for people that live around the Burlington area, but I heard last week on the on this station that they actually eliminated, I believe the word they used, uh, uh, one of the coyotes. And I was wondering, uh, they didn't mention whether I was a male or a female, for starters, and that might have been a female looking for food for its babies. I understand people's properties. Are, I, I don't know all the details, but I understand that these animals, that are their food sources being cut off by all the developers in the area. And I wondered why they can't just relocate these animals unless uh, it's just cheaper just to kill them. I, I don't know. I don't understand. No, these that, are, really the, I, they eliminated three. And three. That's even worse. Than three. And uh, these were animals that attacked humans. Because they're hungry. Because, you know, right. they're. They're but, indiscriminate because they're, they're, they have nothing to eat. Well, they're, it, the, what the experts say, the problem is feeding them and leaving them food, and they attacked humans. And I don't know, maybe you think the coyotes, uh, whatever, whatever the situation is, I mean, I hear you. You don't think that they should be eliminated is the word because they attacked humans, but that was the logic behind it. Well, possibly an answer could be just, uh, just uh, 
capture them all, round them all up, and once they've got them all together, then relocate them. You know, a relocating animals doesn't always work. Them. I don't really know the details of that, but apparently that really doesn't work very well. But anyway, Rob, thanks for your call. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a fine job, by the way. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, where are we at here? Okay, Vera in Burlington. Hello, Vera. Hi, how are you doing, Libby? Fine, how are you? Fine, thank you. I have a, a comp- uh, I, I'm calling about, you know, whenever you call any office, they always put you on hold. They say they're very busy, and I don't mean like five, ten minutes. It's usually it's an hour or two hours. Like, how can they be so busy that they can take your call? Well, it depends on how many people are taking the calls, doesn't it? Are you talking about private well, office, call centers? You know, say even Internet TV or any kind of office when you call, you know, for anything. Yeah. Are you talking about a private company like uh, your Internet, like Rogers or Bell, or are you talking about a government service? No, no. I'm just talking, you know, the, you know, like you said, Rogers, Bell, or Kojic or whatever. Yeah, well, what happens is that they have a certain number of people working, and then if they don't think they're making enough money, they cut the number of people working, and we wait longer. I know, you know, and it doesn't matter. I tried already, like, you know, mornings, afternoons, Mondays, Fridays, whatever <laughs> day, they're forever busy, you know. Yep. Uh, I would stay away from Mondays and Fridays. Why do they have all the, you know, express, there is no cashiers whatsoever. I mean, you know, some of the older people don't use the machines and stuff, and it's hard to go and check your items when they don't have the... You know, the barcode, yeah. Have at least a couple of cashiers for some people. Yep, yep, the, exactly. And there are you know, certain things... they're making plenty of money. They were making money through the, during COVID, and now they should be able to afford a couple of cashiers. But lately, you know, I've noticed they don't have any whatsoever. You always have to go on the machine, and if you make a mistake, you got to call somebody. It's just inconvenient, you know. It's Yeah, and the I mean, the, it's also if if you're in a hurry... Uh, well, if you're in a hurry, you don't want to wait for the one cashier. But if you're in a hurry, I, I, you know, it's one thing to do it with a bunch of items that are barcoded. But if you're buying some fresh food, uh, you have to start weighing it and finding the barcode. And uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I agree with you. Everything's getting harder. It's all automated. That's for sure. <laughs> Especially for seniors. Uh, we didn't grow up with all these buttons and things and stuff, you know. Yep. Okay, Vera. Okay, but thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let us go to Clay and Ajax. Hi, Clay. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. How are you? Good. As I was waiting my turn, I heard your commercial about impaired driving on on the radio, which is great. Libby, what I'm going to say is going to upset a lot of people. But I, I myself, personally... I feel that anybody that climbs behind the wheel when they're impaired and kills somebody should be charged with premeditated murder. That, now, that's a tough stand, but, you know, when you hear about people that have been nailed five and six and seven times for impaired driving, and they get a slap on the wrist. But look at that poor cop, you know? Yeah. You know, like, it, it's crazy. that the, the penalty that they're giving out for impaired driving, and it, it's totally ridiculous. I mean, maybe, like I say, uh, uh, being charged with premeditated murder is ridiculous. But they got to get the message across that, you know, you you got to stop doing this. Yeah, uh, and some of the penalties are heavy. But, yes, it's still, uh, you know, and 
A lot of times, frankly, it's very young men who don't get the message. Exactly, unfortunately. I mean, you can remember five years ago, one woman had been nailed five or six times and still driving. You know, like, it's crazy. Now, she didn't kill anybody, but she'd been charged with impaired several times. Well, yeah, but they're not, she was, I, I don't remember the case, but they're not necessarily driving legally. I mean, you have people who will drive after their license is suspended and hope they don't get caught. Exactly, unfortunately. Anyway, you're doing a great job. Okay, thank you. Up, but you're right about the groceries of that. It's unbelievable. I, I, I went over today uh, just to buy a dozen eggs. And, uh, you know, they're charging five forty nine, seven ninety nine for eggs. It's like butter. Look at the price of butter now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Six, I, I bought it at the compliments, Foodland and that, and uh, I paid three ninety nine. I had a corn roast a couple of weeks ago. I bought 10 pounds. But, you know, like uh, Saturday, Sunday, they usually have a special on the choppers or something. But, uh, you know, like, it's crazy. Seven forty nine, eight forty nine for a pound of butter. Yep. Absolutely. And, and those eggs, though, I have to say, if you're buying eggs for $7.49, you're buying like the best kind of free range, free run. The chickens were talked to. You can, you can get basic eggs cheaper than that. I, I, I went over to No Frills today. I wouldn't pay the price they wanted. So I got my eggs a dozen for $3.49, but uh, whatever. No, I mean, you got to shop around. I do. I, my mother was a single mother and uh, lots of time. You remember Busy Bee in Super City? Uh, no. Oh, they're back in the 70s and that. But uh, when it comes time to pay, my sister disappeared because my mom didn't have enough money to say, well, we don't really need that, we don't really need this. But but groceries today, I feel sorry for people. You know, on a fixed income, forget it. Yeah. I, I read my ads before I go to the store. Well, yeah, a lot of people do. I do. I do. And unfortunately, I don't get my, uh, my local paper till late Thursday. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff's already gone. Okay. Anyway, take care. Thank you. Okay, the numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we're getting back to the discussion of how you are coping with really high food prices. And it's interesting what he said about eggs, but honestly, the eggs for uh, $3 and change are different, or at least they're marketed differently than the 5 6 and seven forty nine eggs. Uh, I'm sure they're just as good, you know. Sometimes, sometimes I buy one, sometimes I buy the other. And um, well, there's a little bit of difference when they're cooked, but it's not huge. There's nothing wrong with plain, ordinary eggs, I don't think. Uh, have you cut back on, do you still look for organic food or anything like that? Or is that out the window because of the cost now? I'd like to know that. And in general, what are you doing to cope with the high cost of living? We had Vera talking about also complaining about it. You know, you don't see many cashiers. The groceries are saving money with all this automated checkout. And again, it's true what she said about making a mistake. You, you do anything they don't like. And it's like beep, beep, uh, unauthorized item on the whatever it is. And they still have to have people hanging around there to help other people. And it's pretty time consuming when, if you're weighing things and everything, but I guess that is the way everything is going. Again, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. We're taking a break and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. There's a lot to talk about today. And, you know, it's just getting so difficult to do regular, ordinary stuff. Everything from grocery shopping, first of all, really expensive. Then we have to start checking out our own groceries. Then trying to get around, we have massive construction everywhere, which doesn't seem to be coordinated. We have lanes of traffic closed by subcontractors for what looks to be very frivolous reasons sometimes. They got to get a good parking spot. I mean, really, yes, yes, they do. Uh, We have all kinds of other things happening. The numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Murray in Malton. Hello, Murray. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. How are you? Good. Not bad. Anyway, these instant uh, checkout things, I won't use them. I'm visually impaired. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I have a problem, I have to call somebody. And like the other lady says, sometimes there's nobody around. But I was in the store last week, asked the lady to help me. And she's 40 feet, 40 feet away from the machine. She just points at it and goes, push start. So I just set my stuff down and walked away. I can't see the, the, the readout on it. Yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, I, I would. I mean, we don't know what kind of a day she was having, but really, um, people should be a little more nicer yeah, about exactly. stuff like gonna, that. I was going to come down on her, but I just, you know what? You already made my day bad. I'm sorry, yours is bad, but my, you just made mine bad. So I just had everything go. Yeah, uh, but then you probably had to go out again and and get it again somewhere else, right? Well, yeah. I just there's another store around that I could go to, so I went and picked it up over there. It's cheaper at the store I was at, but I'll, I'll pay the extra fifty cents. You know, the lady over there is she's very helpful and everything, but like I say, she's more expensive, but. That's the way it is. Well, they say you get what you pay for. I mean, it's also a time consideration because if you think, I don't think I'm getting very good service here. I'm annoyed. I'm going to just put this down. Well, you think, okay, how much time have I spent collecting this stuff in the store? That takes a bit of time. Yeah, but Uh, look at it this way. How much time is it going to spend her to put all the stuff I sat down back? Well, uh, that's not you. That's her. If you want to make her, if you want to make her life bad more than you want to make your life easy, but that's part of the calculation, right? Uh, Yeah, she made my life bad, so I'm making her life bad. She's got to put all that stuff back. At least take it off the counter and call somebody to get it put it back. But you know, she's like I said, she's ruined my day, so I help her ruin her day. Okay. Well. you had another store that's more expensive with better service. Um, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Libby. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, and, you know, 
people can't know and not every disability or impairment is visible, right? So you can't know. You can't necessarily tell uh, if he's got a visual impairment, depending on, you know, he's still wearing glasses or whatever, uh, you know, and you don't know what kind of a day she's had. But there you go. The outcome, not so good. Let us go to Rachel in Brampton. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Lizzie. How are you today? Fine. How are you? Very good. Thanks. Uh, good topics uh, as usual. But the food p- uh, price is really, it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, trying to eat vegetables now, it's becoming like impossible. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so uh, I have low hemoglobin or whatever, anemia, that's called it. And the do- my doctor <laughs> keeps telling me to eat meat and the spinach. And I say to him, have you seen the price? <laughs> uh, meat and spinach. What have you find? Uh, what what thing that you like to buy have you found that is going up really a lot or has been? The one I find the fresh vegetables really up the price and they reduce the quantity. I, I used to buy fresh uh, spinach all the time. And now it's like so small, right? For the same price, even higher. And the orange juice. I stopped buying from grocery store. You know, I buy, well, I'm going, let's say, I'm going to Costco a lot, basically. Some things I find Costco is cheaper, you know, to save money. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily yep. everything. And it depends no. on the vegetables and, and whether they're in season. I think zucchinis right. are right. sort of cheap now. Yes, now they're okay. But basically, you have to shop around, you know, and uh, you can't go one place, right? Uh, um, like I say, they I, I found uh, recently that they're going to Costco. They have a really fresh juice. Well, if you you know, uh, for even less price, and you buy them in a bulk, I guess, and ship them some air. Some things are better than Costco, and you just shop around. But they're just extremely expensive. I find it's only we are three of us here, and I can't imagine for family like big families how how they survive. I don't know. You know what the other thing I'm finding that is annoying me because we're only two of us and with certain fresh vegetables, especially they're packaged big things that I used to be able to buy what I need now are packaged so that definitely uh, they're part of them are going to go bad before I can eat them. And I find that really annoying. And I think Costco's have the tendency to do that as well. They pack big, and then you really don't need to buy for the for two people or three people. But uh, what can you do, right? And, but I I don't buy. Uh, I mean, I pick and choose what I buy in Costco. But oh, the well, whole thing is, I'm just talking about a regular grocery store, and oh, I'm not yeah, talking about something yeah. that you you freeze. It's like uh, I like small Persian cucumbers. Well, oh, yeah. why do I have to buy six of them? Because I can't yeah, eat yeah, six know. of them before they go bad in the fridge. Or less, yeah. uh, less what you could buy before. You could buy like uh, two uh, one or three. Or two. Yeah. 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 But, just, but I, go, I go different places to get, um, you know, different. Uh, this organic thing is it doesn't work. I mean, I, in my book, it is, they're not organic if they're shipped from somewhere. And they come to the store. I don't know how long they've been in a car and a truck, whatever. 
unless they're really bringing them the same day from the farm. And they're just making money out of this. You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway, Rachel, thank you very much for your call. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jim in Lindsay. Hello, Jim. How are you doing today? Fine. How are you? Oh, not too bad. I got a bit of humor, and at the same time, I got some serious stuff, I guess. Is um, Number one, when it comes to the self-serve checkouts, if there's a manager there, I say, I didn't come here to do a job and not get paid for it. That's my humor for the checkouts. The other one is when they rip a road up and stuff like that, why is it they come back a month later and then they rip the road up again just to put wiring in for a crosswalk or, you know, turn signals or something? Why is it the whoever signs the contract for the townships or the city, why is it they don't realize that this wire has to go in down the road and allow them to pave the road and then rip it up again for another week or two? That's the part that gets me about the construction. Mm, so it's the same everywhere. Uh, they say they were going to coordinate. At least the mayor of Toronto has said that, and uh, it's not happening. Sorry. Well, you got to get experienced people working on the city councilor instead of just anybody that uh, you know gets that particular position. And I know in the one spot where I live, they ripped the highway up for five miles, and they left that there for a year. And the same company was ripping up other parts of that part of the township or the country. And I talked to one of the guys who worked for the paving company, and I said, why is it they're sitting there for all this time, five miles, just nothing but gravel? Well, what we're doing is about a half a dozen different jobs, and then we're going to send out the asphalters to do, you know, finish them off later on. I mean, excuse me, you you know, you want work out there? Send the asphalters right behind the guys who rip the pavement up. Never mind this waiting around, you know. I appreciate what Tori done there with the Gardner Expressway. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, got that job done overnight compared to what normally these contractors play at. I don't think that job is done, but maybe a phase of it is done. Have to check. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's one of the ways of dealing with it is having people work. That's what I don't understand. Why pave a road and then rip it up? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand it either. (laughs) Yeah, well, like I say, city council, they better get somebody who's more educated than the people who allow the contract. Same as... uh, you get those streetcars that came in from the TTC built up in Midland, I think it was. Then they had a problem with a weld on the thing. You can go down to Connaught uh, Car Barns down there on Queen Street. So instead of shipping a streetcar all the way up to Midland just to get a weld or two done on it, why not use the car barns and just have some guy working down there welding those streetcars instead of transporting and time out of the, you know, off of the road and stuff. You know, just simplicity. Yep. Yep, sounds sensible to me, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's great reaching, talking to you, and uh, you know, like I say, there's my little humor. I didn't come here to do a job and not get paid. I, I somehow I suspect that the person you said that to didn't think it was a joke. <laughs> well, that's too bad. You know, I mean, these guys are millionaires and they're living in mansions and driving expensive cars, and you know, they're doing everything else. There's a store around the corner from here. I won't mention the name of it. They had six cashiers, and then they put in down to one cashier, and then they put four self-serves in there. Guess what? They got four cashiers back there again because everybody refuses to use those uh, self-serve ones. Okay, well, that's interesting. But you know what? The people working in the store, they're not millionaires, maybe the owners. Well, the thing is, people are looking for employment in these uh, companies that are making billions of dollars, big corporations, and they're putting people out of work, and then yep. they complain. And then the other thing is is that... Uh, they're paying minimum wage to everybody. No, nobody can work a job and live today on that type of money. You're you know? right. 
That's a total joke, and uh, I don't know. I can go on forever, but anyways, I'm going to let you go because there's probably more people waiting. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, yep. Ooh, what have I just done there? Ooh. Okay. All good. Uh, th- there, we have a few minutes left in the show. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Jerry in Mississauga. Hello, Jerry. Hi. I listened to what's going on. I can comment on each and every one of them. And the last guy about the construction, when I was a kid, they dug a hole in front of my house, came back the next week, filled it. They came back the next week, dug it up again, and then filled it again. And the fourth time, they decided to put a pipe down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I, what I would mention was about the animals, basically. Um, I am very, very disturbed with our government because we have a wildlife service. I have raccoon problems at home. I trap them, and I take them up to Lake Simcoe to relocate them now. When we first started having the problem, we called wildlife. They come up, they took the raccoon to the end of the driveway, opened the cage, and let the thing out. And I just stood there looking at her, and I had, well, two choice words came out of my mouth. And I said, what are you doing? Oh, we, unless they're injured or sick, we can't do anything with them. If they're healthy, we don't relocate. So I said, what do we have a wildlife service for? If it's not for that. Well, I've, I've been told that if you relocate these beasts, they will die. But, um, Jerry, I hear you. Thanks for your call. Okay. Let us go to Eva in Guelph. Hi, Eva. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. This is the second time I call oh. ever. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I, uh, and uh, I do listen to radio since it started. And I moved to Guelph, and a client, I was crying about missing Toronto, not being able. A client gave me the Zoomers, the Radio 740, and since then I have been listening uh, every day, from morning to the minute I finish the day. Oh, well, great. Great. Yes, and I do rave to people because it's special about seniors. It teaches so much, and it's so much knowledge, and, and I thank you and Moses because it's not there, it's not does not talk, but he, he rapes for and protects and defends the seniors. But the reason I'm calling is the cashiers. Okay. And it's about, I agree with both of the gentlemen and the lady and whoever more people were talking. And yes, I do go to groceries. Sometimes I go to different grocery stores. But one thing he had said and caught me because I have, I was not really a cashier, but I worked for institution for 41 years. So automation has been here for years and years. And yes, for example, theirs. I have gone there for, even years ago. I still was working now. I can talk more freely because I'm retired. But um, it says to me in the morning, I was rushing to go in. I don't know, somebody's birthday or whatever. And he said, oh, no, go to self-help. You don't need the cashiers. I said, yes, I do need the cashiers, and I'm not going to the cashiers. I said, uh, I mean, to the self-help, I'm going to wait and go to the cashiers. So what we have to understand is I just had a little talk with one gentleman there being a cashier, you call cashiers. Um, doesn't matter which store. And they cannot talk. They cannot comment. But he said, I said, I would not use the self-help. And he says, I'm glad you do not. I said, this um, 
helps people to become an employment, to go to the employment. And he said, yes, I agree. I'm very happy you are here in a cashier. People can be very close to the self-help, but they know they are eliminating their jobs or people they know would like to to have a job in the future, or a niece or a daughter or a granddaughter who would need a start getting some experience. That's what they're doing. They have made lots of money, lots of money uh, with the pandemic, but it's still not enough. Uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, somebody, my neighbor, just told me it's only one Yep. There. Yep. They, that's pretty recent at Shoppers Drug Mart. That's Loblaw. Uh, I haven't seen self checkout or maybe few. Oh, no, you know what? I'm wrong. Um, just one person in this particular one. She told me, and I think I confirmed with her because I think that's what happened to me. But I went to the one at Sherway Gardens and was, they said to me, no, you cannot go there because we only sell tickets and that's it. So I just walk out like that that gentleman did. That is not right. If we live in a country which is the propaganda democracy, democracy is about choices. Yep. Well, you you certainly have a choice to walk away and say, I'm not going to do the self-checkout. It, it is the way things are going, and I hear you. Yes, it I is replacing. I have been kind of the same position. Do you think we felt, I mean, I had a colleague every day, she told me, when they told the clients to go and use the ATM machines and blah, blah, blah. She would say, we are eliminating our jobs. We are eliminating our jobs. And future people would need a job in the future. So, so means we have to take it. I go grocery with a 94 years old just to help her a neighbor. Do you think she's going to go into self-help? Well, yeah, that's a good question. And good for her if she's still shopping for her own groceries at 94. I say that's yes, excellent. She she takes and thank you for I, helping her. Sometimes it's in a high shelf. She cannot get it. So um, I help her to get it. Or sometimes I have to call somebody as well. But, yes, it's beautiful. I mean, it's just beautiful. So this lady has contributed to the, to the country, um, as you can tell, by 94. And now is just you, can, you. We don't have anything to to help you out. Okay. Well, I would. That's that's maybe a little extreme, Eva. I'm going to have to let you go because we thank are you, just thank about. You, thank you and have a good day. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, we've had a lot of response to self checkout cashiers. Uh, part of it because it's a bit of a pain and part of it because it's taking away the jobs of cashiers. And sometimes being a cashier is a first job for a young person or a first job in Canada for somebody who has just come to the country. Anyway, I'm sure that we will be talking about that more. That's all the time we have for Fight Back for the Week. I'll be off for a couple of days for Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. It is 5783, people. Happy 5783. And uh, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.